Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello and welcome back to the What We Said podcast. I'm Chelsea and I'm hyped. (laughs) Did you drink some Celsius before this? No, but I told myself as we were sitting there, we just had a what we said meeting right before this. And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I didn't really have that much caffeine today. I'm going to have a bad day. And then I said, you know what? No, I'm not going to have a bad day just because I didn't drink caffeine. I'm going to be hyped. So I am hyped. Nice. We're, We're feeling so excited about the podcast right now. You know, sometimes it just takes a little bit of I don't know. Like we haven't had a little what we said meeting in a while. And whenever we have those, we're like, wait, we love the podcast so much. And this is our future and our calling in life. And our baby. So we get very excited. Yes. Um, Today we're talking about something controversial. So make sure to listen. Whoa, that sounds different when I do that. I was covering my mouth. Um, Make sure you stick around for the whole thing. And you know what, JC, I was thinking about? Hmm. Unfortunately, most people exit out before our outros. Like as soon as we're done talking about the subject for the day, we're like, okay, I feel like people just log off. So Mm -hmm. we got you. Please leave a rating and review on our podcast, on the Apple Podcast app. That means so much to us and it helps us so much. And if you want to follow our Instagrams, it's at Chelsea Jade Curtis, at Jason Marie Smith. And you can follow our What We Said podcast at What We Said Podcast. I will continue to say that our feed is popping mm-hmm. until the day that it's not, which will be never. So I will continue to say that every time because our feed is looking so cute and so fun. It is. It's really cute. I posted on my personal Instagram story the other day. And I said, if I'm proud of one thing in this life, it's our What We Said branding. It's Truthfully, so cute. Yeah. It I is love so it. cute. We just planned a little shoot day. So... Be expecting some fun, fresh summer content in the next month. Some poppin' content. Today we're going to talk about plastic surgery, filler, our experience with what we've had done, our thoughts on things, and I'm excited to jump right into that. Yeah. Do you have any sort of life update to to give us? Um, Kind of. First and foremost, I want to apologize on behalf of the What We Said podcast team that we did not even acknowledge our two-year anniversary. I don't know why we didn't. We just forgot that it happened. But the other day— I know why we didn't because time is—like, we were just talking to Beth on the phone. Time is of the essence. (laughs) I'm like, time is really of the essence. (laughs) No, it feels like time doesn't exist right now. And Beth was saying, I I feel like it's March. Mm -hmm. She's like, when quarantine started, I feel like I'm still in that month. It's just getting warmer. And I feel the exact same way. So I didn't even— it feels like time has slowed down, but also is going really fast. It's very weird feeling. So I, it didn't even occur to me. And I think it was even on my calendar, but I just obviously didn't yeah. look at it. So we didn't know that our we passed our two-year, what we said, anniversary, which is a real shame. 
and crazy. Two years we've been doing this every Tuesday. That's wild. It is wild. I was on my my Instagram live and someone was like, how long have you been podcasting? And I was like, oh, you know. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we missed our two-year anniversary. So it was like two years about, we're creeping up on it. And I was like, no, we crept past it. We slid right on past it. But anyways, that's the first life update. Happy anniversary, Chelsea. Happy anniversary to you. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Ding. <laughs> um, secondly, I've just been in vacation mode, honestly, <laughs> unfortunately. Once you go on one vacation, it's kind of like, let's just keep this feeling going. Especially when you've been stuck at home for four months. Yep. So after our first beach trip to Newport, my little brother was like, hey, can I come visit you? And I was like, yes, I would love that. He's like, okay, I'm not going to be able to come alone. So I'm going to bring our, my other brother, Jess. And I was like, okay, you guys can come here. And then he's like, okay, Abby wants to come. And I'm like, okay, it's getting a little... My, I have a 650 square foot apartment. So it's not big by any means. And I was like, okay, I don't know how we're going to fit everybody into my apartment. And he's like, oh, and Lad and Claire are coming. And so all of my siblings were coming. And I was like, you know what? Let's not stay in my apartment. So we went to the beach for a whole day. We just had one beach day all together, all six of us. And it was really fun. And the beach was amazing. The water felt so good. And I got a little bit burnt, but I was like, you know what? That's okay. Sounds, I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Sounds like a dream. I went to Arizona, which I mentioned in the last episode, but I hadn't even gone yet when I mentioned that. So I'm back now from Arizona. I can confirm it was a great time. It was so nice to see my family again. I did some baking with my mom. We made a lemon tart that was so delicious. If you guys haven't heard of the Instagram half-baked harvest, she has so many recipes And she does such a good job at displaying them. Like her photos are so beautiful. And this recipe was super easy and so, so good. So I did some baking with my mom. I did some thrifting, which was really fun. I started a little thrift account for my mom, um, an Instagram account, because she truly is a thrift queen. She has the gift. Yeah. She has an eye that I truly don't understand. She finds things and just even things that I'm like, eh, and then I'll see it styled in a room. I'm like, okay, that is amazing. Hell, yeah. I remember I walked into her house one time and she had this new side or um, front table in her like entryway. I was like, oh my gosh, is that from Restoration Hardware? She's like, no, I got it from Goodwill for $20. I'm like, what? Of course she did. Of yeah. course you did. Like, it's so shocking. So anyway, I was like, mom, you got to make a business out of this. You have so much stuff that you've accumulated and, you know, and are gathered not and you're not using. You should sell it. And so she agreed. So I helped her make an Instagram and we just launched that. And so that was fun. And yeah, I just hung out with my family, hung out with Leif's family. His sister was in town. So that was really fun to see them. And we just had a blast. I was honestly, for the first time, sad to come back to California. I was really enjoying my time in Arizona. So it was a it was a great time, but now that I am back, I'm loving it. The weather is great. The weather has never been better. It's it smells like summer outside. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Where it's kind of warm, but you can kind of smell. How close are we to the ocean? Because I swear it smells like the ocean. We're not <laughs> just I'm ignore like, it. I'm like moving on. No, I mean we're like not terribly far, but I don't know if we're close enough to smell it. That might be um, what's it called. Sadness. <laughs> that might be sadness you're smelling. No, what is that word when you um, 
have like, a smell that you were smelling and no just let's move on i don't it. even know what i'm trying to say okay well anyways well, it smells like summer outside it's feeling good the weather in california is great and truthfully it's like i was telling life when we were in arizona i was like i really could picture myself living here again at mm-hmm. some point soon like <gasps> foreshadowing like, no but then well then i reversed my i retracted my statement right when we got back to california i'm like but i just love it here so mm-hmm. much i feel just a different energy here obviously it's just a different place and I really love it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think I'm going anywhere anytime soon. So but, screw you, Arizona. <laughs> but it was great to visit. Um, let's move on to our topic of the day, which is plastic surgery and filler and all of that good stuff. We decided, why not, you know, talk about the taboos? Not even that it's that taboo, but kind of. But people have made it so. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, first of all, I want to talk about the angel of plastic surgery herself, which is Lori Hill on on YouTube. Go watch her videos. She's awesome. And I love the way that she talks. It's kind of almost robotic, but it's soothing at the same time. And she talks about all these celebrities. And, and, you know, she talks about what she thinks they might have gotten done. And she's saying this is not by any means an insult. And I think that's what it has become when you say, oh, well, she's just fake. She has this she's and this had and work this. done. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's an insult. But she's just saying, no, this is this is Hollywood beauty. And these these people are trying to achieve like a Hollywood beauty. Who's to say that's better or worse than just actual natural beauty? Everyone's naturally beautiful, truthfully. And that's what she, her whole point is that. So when you watch it, you're not like, oh, I need this. I need this. You're just watching. You're like, oh, everyone is born, not not the same, but everyone is born with like unique, beautiful traits. Yes. And you don't, and she was, and when she goes over these celebrities, you think your whole life are just so perfect. Then you see them growing up and they just look normal. Like right. they're beautiful still, but normal. And then it's better to, I mean, this is going to be one of the questions, but it's better to just be open and honest about it if you have gotten work done because the lying about it is what creates the unrealistic standard. Right. The surgery itself is not, the lying about it does. Like, no, I was just born this way. Like, mm-hmm. no, you weren't. Your lips don't grow. And we all know who I'm talking about. Your lips don't plump as you get older. Right. If anything, they get thinner. Yeah. And that's a fact. So if someone says that they haven't, and it definitely looks like they have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was one of the questions, actually, we can just talk about it right now is, do you think that if people have work done, they have an obligation to tell their audience? I have mixed feelings on this. Um, and I don't know if she's mostly talking, I'm assuming she, the person who asked this is mostly talking about um, influencers or celebrities, like people mm-hmm. who have some sort of fan base. Here's my conflicting answer to this. Number one, I think we need to stop thinking that we deserve things from anyone. Like, Mm -hmm. I feel like when influencers or celebrities start sharing their lives, like, people really believe that they deserve to know, like, every detail of their life. And it's just not the case. You don't necessarily deserve to know anything about anyone. You deserve to know whatever they tell you. Do you know what I mean? So on one hand, I'm like, they can do what they want and they don't have to tell you. But I definitely think lying about it is a whole other thing. And I think it is really nice to be transparent about those things so that you don't create an unrealistic beauty standard, like you said. Um, because if you're just like, nope, I've never had work done. This is my natural face. It's like, oh, wow, you're perfect. And I could never look like that. When in reality, they have had some stuff done mm-hmm. that's helped th- them enhance those features. So I don't know if I have a super solid answer to that. I think it's great to be upfront about it personally. Yeah. I don't care at all telling people anything I've gotten done, which we're going to go into. Yeah. I feel like, again, I agree with you. Like, you don't owe anybody anything. Anything. So you don't have to tell people if you got it or not. 
The only thing that I do disagree with is when you are asked about it and you lie about it. That's sketchy to me, mm-hmm. personally. Again, you can do whatever you want. It's, you know. And I'm going to retract my statement that lying about it creates an unrealistic beauty standard. I feel like, not to get too deep, but us within ourselves creates an unrealistic beauty standard for ourselves. We can't be blaming other people for how we feel about ourselves. Right. So if it is an issue and you feel like there is this unrealistic beauty standard for you, you can help that more than you think you can. And that's just by internal work and accepting yourself and understanding that beauty is so relative. Yeah. Understanding that there is no beauty standard at all. So um, that necklace that you're wearing is very cute. Which one? The shell one. Oh, thank you. Is it new? It's um, from, oh, how do I? Paradigm. Oh, I I know that. I think I know them. It's really cute. I like it. Um, Okay. Well, let's get right into the questions. It all, we have kind of a structure for this episode, but we're kind of just having a conversation. So the first question is, what have we had done personally? And I'll answer first by saying, the only thing I have had done is lip filler. At one point, about probably like a year and a half, maybe two years ago at this point, I got a little bit of chin filler. Um, I worked at the plastic surgery office and he, um, like we kind of did a trade and because I was curious about it. So Mm -hmm. I did get some chin filler, which I'll talk about. And then the only other thing is that I got some Botox um, in the space between my nose and my upper lip on the inside of my lip, if that makes sense to you guys, to help my gummy smile. Because when I smile, um, my gums, like we all know what a gummy smile looks like. There's just a lot of gum and in between your lip and your teeth. And I just wanted to basically freeze that muscle so that when I smiled, my it wasn't showing as much gums. Yeah. If you're unfamiliar with what Botox does, that's the only Botox I've ever gotten done, by the way. And I only got that done, I think, two times. And by now, it's completely worn off. And I actually don't even feel the need to get it again because I feel like my lip filler on its own kind of gets rid of the gumminess of the mm-hmm. smile because the issue was that my – not issue, but my top lip was so, so paper thin before – that it just <laughs> kind of disappeared yeah. and that's what showed the gums. So now that I have more upper lip, it doesn't, I don't have that issue anymore. But yeah, wait, was I going to say something else? I don't remember. You can tell You're what you've had saying, done. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I've gotten a lip filler. I had it last January, which was a year and a half ago. And I felt like it lasted a whole year, like gen- genuinely until January. Cause everyone was saying, oh, it would last four to six months. And I was like, I think okay. it lasts a lot longer than that as well. Yeah. And about a year, I was like, no, I still, I can tell when I push my top lip, like I try and put it over my front teeth. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I still couldn't really do it all the way in January. And I was like, oh, wow, my lip filler must still be there. And then literally like one day I just woke up and it, I felt like it was gone. Like one really? day I just woke up and I could do it completely. So I don't know if it was just like super fast deteriorating. But anyways, I got it done again recently, actually. I think a week ago, whenever I was in Arizona, my sister-in-law, Sam, does um injections and she's so good she's the one who's always done my lips and um she is a registered nurse and she's worked at a couple different offices but she's really really good at it and if you want to follow her on instagram it's samantha j aesthetics a e s t h e t i Yes, in case you don't know how to spell aesthetics like I didn't until five seconds ago. Um, but anyways, and then she did some baby Botox on me. So this was something that I never really thought that I would get. Like Botox when I was younger seemed so just like far-fetched and weird to me. But obviously having her as my sister-in-law and her talking about it and like her doing all my other sister- sister's-in-law, 
she was saying baby Botox is when you just put in a little bit. It's not like the full flown freezes your whole face. It just freezes it a little bit so that it's more preventative. So um, I'm 25 right now in case you guys don't know my age. And I've had a lot of sun damage. Like I lifeguarded all through high school, high school for years, like even after high school. So like six years, every single summer I was in Arizona, which is so effing hot and so sunny. And when you're in the water, it just amplifies it. And so I was so tan all the time, but I wish I didn't because it ages your skin so much when you are in the sun that much. And so I noticed I was wrinkling prematurely, like way faster than any of my friends who hadn't done that. So it was always something I was like, I really don't want to just keep them going and going and going. What I'm not mean, against them going? the wrinkles. Oh, yeah. So um, in my forehead specifically and where, um, what are these called? Like this, like uh, a brow furrow line Yeah. So basically all my forehead. I just got some on my forehead um, for like the forehead ones. I don't know what the proper name is. And then right between my eyebrows and it just froze. I still can move them. Like mm-hmm. I still can move my eyebrows up and down. I still can squint, but it just freezes them a little bit. So it doesn't just keep getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And that was the question I saw is like preventative Botox and what's the point of it? It's so, so that when you're in your thirties or later, when most people get Botox, it's not too far gone where it's like you already have like deep wrinkles and you're trying to reverse them. It's like, yeah, you, you're preventing them now because it freezes your muscles so that when you like lift up your eyebrows, you're not going to wrinkle as much, which mm-hmm. means the wrinkles are not going to occur. Yeah, exactly. Basically. And I love it. I have no complaints about them. I love them so much. She did such a good job on my lips where I never wanted them to be super big because I started out with super, super thin lips. I just wanted a little health in them, you know, mm-hmm. look a little more healthy. Yeah. So the next question is, and we'll go into our experiences in in a little bit, but the next question that someone asked is, do your husbands care? They said, my husband is super anti-Botox and filler. So I actually talked to Leif about this right before recording this episode because I kind of know how he feels about it, but I just wanted to like reiterate, you know, just ask him again, get a fresh answer from him. And he said, I can understand that because um, he said, I used to kind of think like, oh gosh, when you, when you came to me and said like, oh, I think I want to get lip filler the first thing he's like, I didn't know anything other than like the duck lips. Like that's yeah. what I thought lip filler just did. And, um, so gosh, how long ago was it now? must've been like at least three years ago that I first got lip filler. And I don't even exactly remember how I came across it, but I remember seeing someone get, li- I saw a before and after of someone that was super subtle and, but it made like a really big difference. And again, I I kind of was under the impression too, like lip injections. I just always equated Kylie that Jenner. with Kylie Jenner every time. So I didn't know that you could get them like really subtle and it could just like, you know, be this small change. So when I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, I think I want to do that because my upper lip is pretty much non-existent when I smile. And that was the main thing I just like hated in photos and videos was like, it would literally just disappear. And it almost made me look like I don't know. I had like more buck teeth or something when it was to the side because I had no upper lip. I don't know how to explain it, but that was like always a thing that I was like, I yeah, would love to about. yeah change that. So when I found out that it could be super conservative, I showed Leif before and after photos. He's like, oh, that looks really good. And then he just didn't really care like yeah. that I got them done. He came with me actually. And he like thinks it's great. He does not care at all. I think you just have to explain and educate. Yeah. Like to the husbands because maybe they're literally just looking at the real housewives of Beverly Hills and they're like, absolutely not. Yeah. It's terrifying. You know what I yeah. mean? And it's so drastic because for for a lot of people, 
this is probably a question later on. It's it can get to a point where it's so much more noticeable than your original face. And that's what when it freaks other people out. But also, if you want to do it, just do it. Like, you know, there's probably a lot of things that your husband does that you're anti, you know? Playing video games. Bring that up next time. Yeah, maybe you're anti whatever they do and say, you know what, just everything that you don't want me to do doesn't mean that I, I don't have to do it if it's something that I really want and I feel like it's whatever. I respect your opinion, but I... I um, pleasantly decline your opinion. <laughs> I, yeah, just you will. Unless you're trying to get them statement. to fund it, then uh, that's another story. But well, oh gosh. this is the next thing. People, someone said, and there was a bunch of there were a bunch of variations of this type of question. What are your feelings on you are made in God's image, and like surgery is altering God's beauty, or you know the idea that if you are going to get plastic surgery or work done that that's not self-love. Like you Mm -hmm. should accept yourself as you are. What are your thoughts on that? Well, here's what I think is that getting plastic surgery or filler or whatever does not make you more beautiful because again, beauty is relative. Also, if you never have gotten plastic surgery or filler or whatever, and you're pretty, doesn't make you better than people who have gotten it. Truthfully, I know it's more intrusive, but when it comes to like changing, like, oh, well, you're changing yourself. There's so many other things that people do that changes their appearance. And when you truthfully accept yourself and love yourself and you, you'll know, like, you'll be like, okay, it's like with me with lip filler. I'm like, I want a little bit of lip filler. I still love myself before I have lip filler, but I want it and I can afford it. So I'm going to get it. And I think with that mindset, when you go into it, when it's gone, I'm not like in tears and like, oh my gosh, I need it to feel good again. I'm just like, oh, that was fun. And if I want more, then I'll get more. And I feel like that's how it is with anything. If you go into it already loving and accepting yourself, it doesn't really matter. It like really does matter. That's what I was going to say. It depends on your state of mind going into it. Because if you're going into getting, you know, a boob job or a nose job or anything, feeling like you're not enough already and trying to fill a void, that's a different story than loving yourself, but being like, I would love to get this, you know, changed if I could. That's how I felt about my lips. It's not like I'm crying in bed every night thinking I'm ugly. It's just like, well, in some photos, like I don't really love the way it looks. And if I could change that and I can afford it, then yeah. why not? Yeah, exactly. Um, but it's, it's definitely not something that you you do to um, feel worthy or something. Yeah, feel worthy, feel good enough and make it like, oh, now people will like me. Because people do that with – a that issue lives in a lot of other different areas as well. It's like, to me, truthfully, again, like I was saying, it's not as intrusive as like dyeing your hair or getting a haircut or, you know, doing other things, but it's, it's more like, intrusive. You mean? Yeah. 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 But well, getting filler is mm-hmm. more intrusive, but to me, it's like, it's all kind of the same. We're just always changing things up. It's just how we like new things all the time. So I, it's I like even just changing it up. I even think that about veneers. It's like, that's changing your smile, but mm-hmm. like that will literally change people's life. Like yeah. they look in the mirror and they're bawling because they're like, oh my gosh, now I'm confident enough yeah. to smile. And now because of that, I'm way happier because I'm smiling all the time yeah. because I love my teeth. And it's like, there's really just nothing wrong with that to me. I just feel like it's such a waste of time and energy to be keeping tabs on what other people are doing and judging them for it. It's like if, yeah. if someone wants to get a boob job, let them get a boob job. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. Exactly. It's none of your business, you yeah. know? And when you see, I think people always use the extreme examples of people who go extreme with plastic surgery where it's like they are literally unrecognizable afterwards. And I'm not st- saying this is for most people, but a lot of those cases when it's, when they just need more and more, 
it is those people who feel like until I look exactly like this, I will not be able to be loved. I will not be, you know, good enough. Um, I'll be happy finally once I when, get there. Yeah. Yes. But when you come from a place of already being happy, those little things, they just make it like more exciting. And it's not necessarily even, I wasn't like, wow, now I'm beautiful after I got lip filler. I was like, oh, nice. I like this. It's yeah. like after you get a good haircut. Totally. To me, it's literally the same thing. It is the same. Oh, well, yeah. I've, I feel the same way. And we can kind of go into, that kind of leads me just right into, we can tell our experiences now. So when I first went to go get lip filler, I truly was actually so terrified because I didn't know anyone at that point, like close to me, didn't have any friends that had gotten lip filler or anything like that. So I kept telling the plastic surgeon, like, I really want this to be very subtle. I do not want it to be, you know, a huge change. And something that he kept saying was like, we're trying to enhance your lips. We're not trying to make you look like a different person. You're not going to look, you'll look a little different. Like, you know, there might be a little change, but you're going to be the same person. Yeah. You're not going to look like you have a new face. And I think that that's, again, that's important to realize. And also like people who meet me for the first time have no idea I have lip filler. When I yeah. tell them, they're like, oh, because I have normal sized lips. It's just literally, I went from having no lips to having normal sized lips. It's yeah. not like my lips are massive and people are like, holy moly, you know, when they see me. And I think- That really is, and everyone has different goals and that's fine, but I feel like that really should be the goal with, you know, any sort of plastic surgery anyway is like, I don't necessarily think most people want it to be like so noticeable. Some Mm -hmm. people might, but it's like, you can do things in a very subtle way that just enhances something. doesn't make you look like a different person. Yeah. That's what I used to tell people when I was doing microblading, because that's another thing where it's like, people will be so against lip filler or Botox and then they're like, but I want my eyebrows microbladed. I'm like, you realize it's kind of the same concept. Like it's it's adding something. Microblading is basically a semi-permanent tattoo onto your face. Yeah, and you're enhancing something. Yeah, and I would always say it's not about changing the way that you look. It's about enhancing your natural beauty. Like just bringing it out more where once that happens, people notice your eyes more and whatever. It's just enhancing it. It's not changing anything, like you said. Yeah. And then the other question that people asked is, is it addictive? So do you start to like point out other insecurities more? And I think this kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. If you're already a confident person and you love yourself, then no. You. Yeah. That being said, you do realize, like, I remember I realized how many things you could do. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my face is very unsymmetrical. So I would love to get, you know, oh my gosh, I just remembered I got some cheek filler. Oh yeah. What the heck? When I got the chin filler, he did a little bit in one of my cheeks. One of because, them though, right? Just one of them because my face... Um, like my right cheek is way more, it's way less defined than my left. So he put a little bit in my cheekbone and a little bit in my chin, which I really liked actually. Um, like that reminds me of books like, that appointment. Re- yeah. I'm like, we might need to hit him up now. Um, I totally forgot about that until right now. But I think it can be addictive because you do realize like There's once you so get that, things. yeah, you realize there are so many different little procedures that are like so subtle that are like pretty uninvasive and like semi-permanent that you can get done that would probably enhance your face. But um, you just have to, like, I just always have to reel it in and be like, I really do love my, you know, like love my face and love who I am. And I don't need to change that much. Lip filler is like one of the only things that I'm like, I really like how it looks. So Mm -hmm. there's no reason for me to like not do it. But um, yeah, when when you start to, again, when you're chasing something that is not going to ever be filled by plastic surgery or by filler, you're going to always want to get more and it's going to become addicting just like anything else. But truthfully, like even at this point, I'm thinking right now, there's literally nothing else on my mind that I'm like, oh, I want this and this. Because it's like, I already was happy before with the way that I looked and 
truthfully just I'm like, oh yeah, I'm good with how I look. Yeah. And then when I get it, I'm like, okay, great. But now I'm not like, okay, and I need this. And yeah. This and now this. more, more, more. Yeah, for sure. So someone said, did living in LA make you feel like you needed lip filler? Which when I first got lip filler, I actually didn't live in LA. Um, yeah. And I feel like it wasn't really because I lived in LA at all. I remember I just saw something randomly on like the internet or something, or maybe on social media that made me want it. If you're it on Instagram, ago. you kind of live in LA because you see everybody that lives in LA. True. But um, if anything, weirdly, like living in LA, because that definitely, obviously that's a stereotype. There are a lot of people that don't have any work done that live here, but there are those people that have like, you see them walking down the street. It's like, holy, like, you know, it's like yeah. huge boobs and like huge lips. And you can kind of tell that they've had stuff done. But to be honest, it makes me like, I've always thought that I want a boob job at some point. And I'm not going to say I never will because maybe I will down the road. Like once after I have kids, I could see myself maybe because I have a cups. Like I do not have big boobs at all. But recently I've kind of just been like, not at all interested. Like, yeah, no part of me is like, oh, I want a boob job soon. I'm just like, maybe once after I have kids, I would maybe do that. I don't, again, I don't want to say never, but like how much happier will it really make you? Yeah. I'm like, I don't really care that much to be honest. Um, and also I've had a lot of friends, probably like three friends that I know that have gotten, um, boob jobs and then have now want to take them out. Like they yeah. don't want them anymore. They're just like, can I just say having big boobs is not all it's cracked out to be. And I know people always are like, you know, talking about girls with big boobs and how they complain about it and whatever, but it, the grass is always greener on both sides. It's like people with big boobs genuinely always want to have smaller boobs. People with smaller boobs want to have bigger boobs. It's just, no one's really ever happy with what they have. Big boobs are not fun to have truthfully. Like they hurt, they, you can't run as well they hurt your back. It, there's lots of things that come with it where it's like, again, pros and cons. And once you start focusing on the good things about whatever you have, if you have small or big boobs, then you'll love it and you won't want to change it. Yeah, for sure. I've definitely, like, I remember in high school just being like, neat. Like, yeah. my boobs are tiny. And now I genuinely could not care less. I That's never something that I'm like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. Like, I literally could not care less. Yeah. I truthfully couldn't. Okay. Oh, wait. I was going to tell about my experience. Oh, yeah, with, yeah. Go. Um, actually going the first day. Well, you had already gotten them. So I had already been talking to JC about it. So luckily I had you who had always, who had already gone through it, but I was still so nervous, like sitting in the office or the waiting room, like waiting to go in to get it. I was still so nervous, even though it was my sister-in-law. So it was someone I could be like very honest and like upfront Mm -hmm. about everything with. Um, But then as soon as the procedure started, first of all, it doesn't really hurt that much. Like the first time she put numbing cream on me and then she had like a little vibrating tool that like, I didn't feel a thing. Like I really didn't feel that much. Um, and it didn't really hurt afterwards. It, it mostly just kind of felt like a little bit sore. Swollen, yeah. And, but the pain, I hate needles. I hate them so much, but truthfully it wasn't bad. And then I thought Botox was going to hurt, but it really didn't. It's just like a little, it's like getting shots. It's like, it doesn't, it's really not the biggest deal. Not un, it's not super comfortable, but it's not the end of the world. No. My, like, if you've ever gotten your eyebrows microbladed, that's a hundred times worse I've than getting Botox so or lip filler. One hundred times worse. I think the lips are such a sensitive area. Like even if you just pinch your lip, you're like, ow, that hurts because yeah. it is a sensitive area, but it doesn't hurt as much as you'd think. Definitely. I do have some tips. I guess I can just tell you guys those right now because I have some written down. One tip is to not take Advil before. So I took like two or three Advil before I went in the first time, just because I knew, I didn't want it to hurt that bad. And 
literally when I got there, he's like, oh, did you, I think he asked like, yeah, did you take Advil or aspirin or something? And I was like, yeah, I did. And he's like, okay, well, you're going <laughs> to bruise a lot more then because I think it's a blood thinner or something like yeah. that. So I bruised a ton the first time I got really? my lips done. And I think a big part of that was, first of all, it was the first time that I'd done it Two, I took Advil. So my recommendation is not to do that, to definitely you're wherever you go, they want you to be comfortable. So it's like, yeah, whatever they can do, just ask for, if they don't do numbing cream, like ask if that's a possibility, you know, some places just do ice. If you're like, okay, this is my first time. I really would prefer to have numbing cream and ice. They're going to do that for you. That vibrating tool, whatever she used was so nice because you couldn't even feel it going in. Mm -hmm. That's almost the worst part is you feel like you feel the needle. Yeah. It's not even that it hurts as much as it's just like, oh, I hate that I can like feel something in my lips. Yeah. Um, the vibrating tool made it so that I couldn't even like feel it. That's nice. The, I don't know what it's called, but the one when I just get bring it your done, own. <laughs> when I get it done, they um he inserts it and then the actual substance that he's like inserting has, I believe it's called lidocaine, but I don't want to butcher it. I think so. It it has numbing stuff within it. So oh, then nice. by the end, I literally can, my lips are completely numb. Yeah. Between like ice, numbing cream, and the numbing stuff that's in it, I literally yeah. can't feel a thing. Oh, yeah. That's so nice. So it's really nice. So people say, how often do you have to get it? We kind of covered this. I feel like, honestly, you can definitely get away with doing it like once every six to eight months, even a year. Yeah. I got, I'm planning on about every year. Mine was a year and six months. And by that time, well, actually, here's a tip. A that year might, and six months? Yeah. Since you got it done last? Yeah, it was the beginning of June. No, since I got um, from the time that I first got it to the time I, I got it second. It was a year and a half. Yeah, January to June. January to the next June. Yeah. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah. But but I was saying in January, I feel like there was like a six-month period where there was like barely any in. Mm -hmm. Like not that much. Yeah. One thing that my um, a friend told me about filler, her best advice for it when I was about to go get lip filler is she was like, when you're going to go get more or when you're wanting to get more – wait till it's all dissolved before you go back. Most people will like go halfway through once it's not all dissolved. So you forget what you looked like before. Right. But I'm happy that I waited till all of mine was dissolved basically almost before I went and got more because I was still like, oh my gosh, it was kind of back to where it was yes. the first time. And that's how people go way too far with it. You know, I mean, maybe they like it, so that's up to them, but is they keep going like after a couple months of having it and there's still more and they're like, I need more. I need them bigger. I need them more and more and more because they forget what they started out with. Yeah. And then you look back at photos. It's like a massive difference. Yes. Well, also another tip that I was going to give for lip filler at least is my sister-in-law Sam gave me ice after this last time and I did not swell like at all. Like the first day, like I just held because we were just talking after she did it and I just had ice um, like on my lips and was drinking cold water. And I swear, like I was expecting to be swollen the next day and I was a little bit, but definitely not as much as the first time where I didn't put ice on them. Um, I agree. That's ice a helps major a lot. one. Also, make sure you keep them hydrated. I don't know. That might just be been me, but the first time around, mine got super, they were like peeling. Like it was almost like the skin got stretched out. So then it started to like crack almost. Mm -hmm. So this time I knew better and I just kept lip stuff on it all the time. Like Vaseline, Aquaphor, my lineage, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, keep them hydrated because you're, you're stretching them out. Yeah, that's a good idea. And someone also asked, like, how do you avoid duck lips? First of all, my advice is firstly to go to a plastic surgeon or someone that you definitely trust. You've seen their work and yeah. you know, you know, you might even have to pay more for that. But 
which someone also asked how much it costs. And I, I would give you a base price. I'm answering a lot of questions in one right now. I get about half a syringe, but you can't just buy half syringe. You have to buy a full syringe. Mm-hmm. In my experience, both the places I've gone. Yeah. And so I think I want to say the syringe is probably around $500. Could yeah. be more. That's could, what I was going to say. That's like, I feel like the average. Yeah. Could be more, could be less. But if you're only going to do that, basically, that's like $500 for the year, basically, which I feel like is not bad. Yeah. Again, different places are going to be more or less depending on where you live and where you go. But definitely look at their work and be very clear in your communication. Like to avoid duck lips, you need to be telling them like, here's what I want them to look like. Of course, your lips are never going to look like exactly like another person's, but at least, you know. Yeah. It's best when you know somebody personally who's gone to that person, like one of your friends or something like that, or someone, um, if you go into a esthetician's office or, or a, I'm sorry, the plastic surgeon, plastic surgeon, bring examples from their own clients. Mm-hmm. Like instead of like things you found on Pinterest, maybe it's good to have that if they don't have exactly what you like, but find somebody that you like their work, bring one and be like, I want mine to look like this because you know that it's cap- that they can do that, that yes. they've done it before. And I remember when I was talking to um, the plastic surgeon who first did mine, I was saying like, I don't want them to be big. I don't want them to look unnatural. And um, my bottom lip is actually pretty decently sized. I didn't really have much of a problem with it. It was mostly my top lip that I wanted to get bigger. And he said something to keep in mind is that it's natural for your top lip to be smaller than your bottom. Mm -hmm. Obviously, mine was like kind of a crazy ratio because I literally had like no top lip. But he was saying when it looks starts to look crazy is when the upper lip is as big as the bottom or in some cases bigger. bigger. That's when you get that duck lip effect that you don't want. So you should always be like leveling out the playing field, like putting more in the bottom than on the top or at least, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's something to bring up to whoever's doing your lips is like, I definitely do not want the top to be bigger than the bottom because that's what starts looking unnatural. Someone asked for, well, first of all, someone asked if we have ever had a bad experience or a reaction to lip filler or any work. And yes, I had a horrible reaction. Um, Probably like my third time getting it done. I'm going to show you guys photos on our what we said Instagram account. Wait, was it someone new or was it? No. So uh, Chelsea, I have the photos right here. Oh my gosh. It's not, when I'm looking now, it's pretty bad. It's still pretty bad. Hold on. Let me tell you the story first. So I had just gotten home from Mexico and I had so many canker sores, like so many canker sores in my mouth. Before you went to go get it. Yes, before I went and I was like super sunburned. And for some literal idiotic reason, I just still went, which which it's like I already was having trauma to my lip. So it just wasn't a good time. But I didn't even really think about it. Yeah, I didn't really think about it or tell him like, oh, I have like all of these, you know, issues in my mouth right now. I just went, I was like, oh, just like a little touch up, doing a little bit. And it was a touch up. Like it was a very minimal amount, like probably even less than a half a syringe. So it's like, it's not like I should have had, you know, crazy lips. So the first thing was that it started bruising like really intensely. And I was like, okay. And then they just blew up. So this was like one of the nights. (gasps) You see how... Oh my god! But again, right now it doesn't even look that no, crazy. No, it be- does because like of the proportions of it. What and the? then, oh, what the heck? Wait. I started getting all of these. Like it really doesn't even look crazy right now because this this was like literally my lips are this big now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But they were so swollen and bruised and they had like little tiny. Where is this other photo? 
Why can I not find this? My lips literally blew up, you guys. They were massive. Oh my gosh. Dang. I don't know where this photo is of all. They had little like pustules, like oh, tons of little whatever. And I called (gasps) him and I was like, something's up. My lips are huge. I can't do anything. Like I can't eat because it just hurts so bad. And he was asking me questions. I told him I had like a ton of canker sores. And he's like, yeah, that was probably what's happening is you already had trauma to your lips and then you're adding trauma and it's just like giving you a bad reaction. So he was super awesome. He's like, I have medication for you if you need it. Like anyway, it went away in a few days. Why can I not find this photo though? I'm so annoyed because I wanted to show you guys. Hopefully I can find it for in time for um, when this episode goes up. But yeah, I did have a bad reaction and it was kind of crazy, but it didn't deter me from going back for more. Because don't let that stop you. It really was just that one time thing. Yeah. I've never had, I mean, I haven't, I've only gone two times. The first time was just my lips. This time it was, they did, she did the Botox and the filler at once and never had anything bad happen. So yeah. To give you a little like very quick rundown of my chin filler and cheek filler experience. That's way more expensive. I want to say I didn't pay for it because I was doing a trade with him, but I believe the like retail value of what I got done was definitely well over a thousand. Like mm-hmm. I think it might have been fifteen hundred, if not closer oh, wow. to two thousand. And I don't want to say it wasn't worth it because it, it has faded now, and I can definitely notice that. Like I wouldn't mind getting it again because it did. I felt like it did make my chin and my cheekbone like more defined because um, I have a very very round face, which is fine. But it did make things more defined, which I liked. But as far as it's just like, I don't know, it's expensive. Like it's probably around two grand from that place. And that's just a complete guess. But, um, and I wish I knew the amount of filler that I got. But I just feel like as a small start, the bang for your buck, lip filler is really awesome because it's a subtle change, but it will, it will enhance your lips for sure. If you do have thin lips and filler you can do a lot of stuff with filler. They they do like little, I know someone who got not like a, obviously not a rhinoplasty, like a nose job. But yeah, they got, do the non-surgery, like non-surgical surgical. one. Yeah, where they put yeah. filler in your nose to make, you know, if someone has more of like, they don't have much of a, what's it called? Like just like a, a bridge. Little, yeah, like a little swoop nose. They mm-hmm. can add filler to, um, what's this part called? No clue. Okay. Well, anyway, they add filler to your nose and make it look kind of like a a mini nose job. Yeah. They'll do like if you have a bumper, like your bridge is uneven in any part, they can just inject stuff. Sam does that. That's why I know that because she posts it on her her page sometimes. Again, with with filler and Botox, it's not permanent. Mm -hmm. It's not something that you're going to have for years and years. I don't really know the whole science behind it. But um, again, like we said, it only lasts maybe a year at the most. So it's not like you're getting this and you're going to have those lips for the rest of your life. It is something if you want to keep up that you do have to keep going back and getting. Like I said, if you're kind of waiting for it to die down every single time, it's not going to be something you're going every single month to go get. Yeah. And like I said, it does fade. So if someone says that they've never gotten again, those are just their real lips. (laughs) That's not true. (laughs) I can guarantee you that's not true. Yeah, it does fade. of anything do not get bigger when you age. If anything, they get thinner because you lose collagen. So anyways. Oh, wait, one more question. Can you feel the lip fillers in your lips? A little bit. Like I said, when I try and put my um, lip over my front teeth, like over and under, I guess. Mm -hmm. I can't. That's how I can tell that it's like in there because it's not as for the flexible, but not really. No, for the first few days, they're a little harder than normal. Like your lips feel a little harder, but there's no 
permanent difference. And I think maybe you just get used to it. But like right now, I feel nothing. I do no. not feel anything in my lips. And people have also asked me if it's like different to kiss. I asked, yeah. I asked Leif because obviously I've never kissed someone that's gotten lip filler. But I said, do my lips feel different? He said, if anything, they feel better. So, wow. So he, loves, unrealistic he doesn't love me for standards. me. <laughs> no. So that, but it's not going to change. What I'm saying is not going to change your lips. They're not going to be rock hard. Yeah. Um, go to someone, like I said, go to someone that you trust though. Please mm-hmm. do not go to like some rando person person that is like not certified. Like you got to yeah. go to someone who knows what's up. Even yeah. if you're going to pay more, this is your face. You don't want to screw something up and you can literally get it dissolved. Like if you're like, I hate it, they can dissolve it, but I've heard it's actually painful. I bet to That's, get it dissolved. Oh gosh, I would hate to go back. It's better to start with a little bit and then get bigger over time yeah. if you want it, but not just go big at the first, Yes, you know section. But. Um, also, sorry, one last tip is to like massage out the bumps because yeah. they'll kind of do that at the place. I don't know if Sam does that, but yeah. they like massage it after they do it. And it's helpful for you to um, keep massaging it or else you might get some little bumps in your lips and you can massage those out, but you have to massage them pretty hard and it actually yeah. kind of hurts. Actually, you know what? Sam was telling me that she used a different kind of filler. Yeah. It's not Juvederm. It's something else. They were, she was telling me that I didn't get any bumps. Is it with a V? The oh, flip, I forgot the no, word. No, I think I know. I, I know what you're talking about. It's different. It's different than that. Even. Rest uh, something. I don't I know, remember, I don't know. but it was something different than Juvederm, and she was saying it does not give like you bumps? it shouldn't give you bumps. And I feel like I don't have any bumps. Do oh, I? Oh, that's nice. No, they look good. Um, nice. Okay, and then lastly, if you can't afford lip filler and you want it, and you're just like, what's another alternative? Let me tell you, overlining your lips is magical. That really, even I overlined my lips yesterday for a photo shoot and my friend Rachel was like, did you get your lips done like really recently? And I was like, no, I just overlined them and put lipstick and lip gloss on. You know what? I'm going to have to disagree with you. Every time any, I feel like certain kinds of lips like mine, even now when I overline them and I've watched many YouTube videos on how to do it, I don't feel like it looks good on me. I've never seen you do it. So I can't, well, I can't that's I've never wanted to come out of the house with it, but. I mean, I've seen it on other people and I'm like, wow, it looks so good. But I've tried it on myself and I'm like, it looks fake. And I've seen really? it on other people well, that try and do it and I'm like, eh, You don't like don't majorly overline them. You're not like oh, yeah, literally making a new lip. Like you're just kind yeah. of like barely above it. And it just, the lip liner makes your lips look more like. Yeah. No, you know I know. I mean? I've, I've, I've watched tutorials on trying to do the minimum and it just, for some reason, I think just the way that my lips look, I'm not a big fan Do you fan think of it looks ugly on me? Because no. I literally do it every day. No, I just said some people do it. And I obviously I've never even really noticed. So it's good. Yeah. Well, there's also like lip plumping glosses that I've seen. I have masks too. Help them get bigger. Like exfoliating. Well, it it um plumps them up. Like it makes them look more plump, I guess. Hmm. I just I've read seen, that. I saw this one on TikTok. This girl showed like a lip plumping gloss and then she showed it, you know, an hour later or whatever. And it really did look like it worked. Yeah. But I can't remember the name of it. So maybe you guys just have to look up lip plumper gloss. Yeah. Nothing's going to change them as dramatically as lip fillers are. But if you're looking for just a little bit of pout or a little bit of, you know, plumpness to make it look more, you know, fresh mm-hmm. then little things like exfoliating, obviously, all those things that we just said, lip plumper. Yeah. Are, we don't have to really time to get into plastic surgery, do we? Well, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts on, because I already kind of gave my thoughts on plastic surgery. I just feel like there's no need. You just do you. You do what you want to do. And it's like, 
just like with anything else in life, there's no need to really be judging or hating on other people for doing what they want to do. Yeah, especially because you don't know if it's going to improve their quality of life. Like some people get boob jobs, some people get boob reductions where I've seen my cousin got it. I, I know a lot of people have gotten it done um, because their boobs bring them pain. Like it literally hurts their back. Or people like my brother-in-law has gotten a septoplasty where they fixed his septum. I would love to get that done, fix my septum. And if while they're at it, they want to, you know, shine things up a little bit, that would be great as well. But at the same time, I used to want a nose job so bad. Like I was like, I will not be pretty until I have a nose job. And now I feel like I'm actually in a good mindset if I were to get one because I don't care as much. The only mm-hmm. thing I do care about is actually fixing my septum because if you have a deviated septum like me, you know, it's not fun because you get congested all the time. But yeah. So things like that where some people, you know, get jaw reconstructive surgery, which it's like sometimes their bite is off or right. they need it. Um, so yeah, there's just different. There's just no need. And even if you do think some people have gone overboard, because I mean, I definitely think that. It's like there's yeah. certain people where I'm like, I don't think that looks good. But also, how is their life? You? Yeah. yeah, I don't care. It doesn't affect you. So I think it's just do what you want. If you don't agree with plastic surgery and you think that's changing your body and that's not self-love, then you don't have to get anything done. But definitely don't shame someone else for doing what they want to do. I just don't think that's necessary. Um, So we're going to end this by um, saying that I did start a crowd fundraiser for my (laughs) rhinoseptoplasty. Um, If you want to go start me a GoFundMe, that would be awesome. Kelsey, how much is that surgery? I think it's like seven or 8,000. I think insurance covers a little bit, but I think if I add like the rhinoplasty where they like, who was telling me that they got a septoplasty and they didn't know they could also do a rhinoplasty with it. So they got done. They're like, oh, we could have done this. And she's like, are you kidding me? You just cut into my nose, fix my septum. And you're telling me you could have also fixed the way that my nose looked like the the, the point and everything. You're she was kidding. like, How um, do you not know that going into it? I think she was young. I think she was young. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I was like, I would be pissed. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> You just yeah. went under the knife and then they're like, oh, we could have fixed this, by the way. I saw this girl on TikTok that got a nose job. Did you see this, Chelsea? And her her eyes were oh, so yeah. bruised. And she's like, and now I look like as I'm like, if that's permanent, I'm terrified. But then she put in the comments, it's not permanent. Like it was yeah. a recent surgery. Oh yeah, I saw that. But her I th- eyes are just huge. I think so um, undergoing a nose job is like kind of gnarly. Yeah, like, it's gnarly. It's terrifying, to be it's, honest. It's I've seen photos and videos, and I'm just like, oh, that looks like a, a bit of a production. Yeah. I'm sure, it's worth it, but yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening to us talk about filler for literally an hour. I did wow. not expect to talk about lip filler for that long. I know. But as a closing remark, you can do love, you. Do you. You're all beautiful just the way you are, but that doesn't mean – you know what? Every single person on this planet has insecurities – And if you are able to enhance little parts of your fix different parts and you want to do that and you can afford it, then that's your thing. And no one should have anything to say about that. Do what you want. Um, We love filler and plastic (laughs) surgery over here at What We Said Podcast. We are plastic surgery pros. We will support you in whatever you want to get done, queens, even if you're a guy listening to this. Someone said – someone actually asked that. They're like, do you think it's way more – pressure for women than men. I'm like, yes. Yes. How many men do you know have gotten plastic surgery or filler? None. No. I know none. 
a lot of people, I know a lot of guys, not personally, I know one guy that's gotten a nose job. I feel like that's a con. Oh, yeah, nose job. Thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm saying like filler or anything. I'm saying I know so many girls in my life who get filler Botox men. Very rare. <laughs> they wrinkle and we're like, wow, a silver fox. Yeah. And then girls get old and it's like, ew, an old hag. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Thin lips, wrinkles, you're sick. Yeah. Um, then we got Tim- Timothy Chalamet walking around. Oh, man. Never what mind. about Timothy Chalamet? I'm just saying. He's like, nobody body shames him. I'm not that they should. Nobody, like, talks bad about appearances on guys as much. I feel like as with guys, it's, like, their height. That's, like, the main thing they and get no roasted one, for. Yeah, no one, like, roasts them for, like, little things about their body as much as they do girls. Yeah, 100%. Even, like, weight. And I'm sorry if you feel like I'm not acknowledging your struggle, men. But it's not real. <laughs> but you're crazy. <laughs> We're invalidating you. Them. I'm just saying there's like these celebrities, guys. Like Timothy Chalamet and Harry Styles are like the guys right now. Like everyone's obsessed with them. And no one really critiques them. But like when there's a girl who's just so like hot and is everything, everyone will start to like criticize the way they look. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like tear apart little parts of them. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. Everyone thinks Bella Hadid is so beautiful. And then people are like, well, she's fake. She has this, whatever, whatever. Everyone's like trying to um, discount it almost. Not yeah. discount it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like no. But on the same hand, she is one of those that says she didn't get anything done. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, that's a bad example. I'm talking maybe in like Selena Gomez and like Madeline, what's her name, who was on Outer Banks. It's like even if they did get stuff done, it doesn't make them not beautiful though. You right. Know what I mean? And it's like… Or they'll be like, oh, well, she is beautiful, but she also has big hips. Or like, yeah, but look, she has cellulite or something. And it's like, do you know what I'm, do you know yeah. what I'm trying no, to say? I it's do. Like, I do. When people put men on a pedestal, like no one can touch them. Yeah. And then when people put women on a pedestal, it's like they're more of a target. Oh, 100%. I mean, that's just, that's just the price that's we pay. Life. For being these beautiful. I saw this thing and it was like, women, this has turned into a feminist podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I saw this thing and it was like, women, um, really have birth like basically sacrifice their bodies for birth yeah um bleed every single month um have to deal with i can't remember it was all these things and it was like and boys still complain about how it feels to get kicked in the nuts and i'm like truthfully like you know when a guy just makes it such a big deal that they got kicked in the nuts and you're just (laughs) like really really someone it feels like that 24 like you know they they disagree they say that it's so painful so much more painful than you can imagine i'm like have you ever had period cramps because really i would love to chat yeah you ever have to stick cotton up there five times a month no five times a month try five times a day (laughs) oh that's what i mean (laughs) that's true (laughs) (laughs) literally Literally. Honey is super plus, and we're still going through five. Literally. Oh my gosh, men. We love you, men, but <laughs> you do be having it easy, though. They're like, are you kidding me? Oh. No, men and women are different, and it's beautiful. And I'm sweating so much. I'm sweating so much. I'm you slipping guys, off the chair. You guys, wherever, where we podcast is in my office, and like this is also where we do our balanced Isn't boss that course. so hot? It's so hot. At the end of the sessions for our balanced boss course, I always have to actually say to people like apologize to literally the people the viewers the viewers watching and say i'm so sorry that i have sweat literal like what is it called like pit tacos. like <laughs> i'm so hot right now. straight up tacos oh i've i've had sweat dripping down my sides i'm like 
What do you mean? <laughs> the fact that you almost wore a sweatshirt recording. Why is it so hot in here? I don't know. It doesn't make… Oh, probably because the door is closed. But I don't… Maybe there's not Literally, my, I'm wearing shorts and my thighs are slipping off of my stool because they're just soaked in sweat. Yeah. Also, guys, me and Chelsea showed up. Chelsea showed up to my house today and we didn't even know. But we we're wearing the same shoes. We ordered the same Birkenstocks. Wow. Wow. We're soulmates. Okay, we got to end this. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at what we said podcast. Um, we have lots of fun episodes coming and lots of fun Instagram content coming. And we love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we, we said. said. Happy Tuesday. Goodbye. Goodbye.